It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. Are we on? We're on. We are on Facebook? Yeah. We've had, you know, we're, as they say, skeleton crew, so Eddie's been doing multiple jobs. We got it. I was signing a book uh, for someone who wanted to give it for an auction. In 2021, I still signed 2021, and it still feels like Evan's had to sign a lot of 2021, even though we're already in August. But... It's almost 2022. That's I, crazy as crap. I don't want to rush it, but yeah. It's almost 2022. <laughs> That's weird. Years keep on going. Uh, glad everybody's here. Let's see. Where do I start? I got a couple Eddie things that I didn't get to on today's show, and I really wanted to, so don't be insulted, Eddie. You're good. And I did say before we went on the post show, I said, hey, guys, we're going to do some really good stuff here that we just weren't able to get to today. Um, one of them was you're talking to your kids about what they want to be when they grow up. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. And you have four kids. Yes. Two foster kids, two biological children, and you're having the conversation with them, assuming three of them? Well, I'm only having conversation with a couple of them because I feel like with my biological kids, I've known them long enough to kind of see their personalities and what I believe they're able to do in their life. Oh, you're already telling them what they want to be. I'm planting a seed in their head. Oh. Because I have this <laughs> one kid. That sounds boring if you're a kid and you get a seed planted. Hey, your well, dad tells you what you're going to do. No, I just kind of, you know, like, hey, well, as you grow up, think about this. Okay. Because I have this one kid who is very smart. He's just above everyone this else. This one kid? I hope your other kids aren't listening. <laughs> hey, not every kid's super smart. That's some right. are better athletes. Some are better, you know. The other kids right. don't even be driving in the car right now listening to they, their dad They have say other They have well, other this strengths. this is a podcast. This is a post show, so they will oh, not be riding in the good car. Point. Hearing this. Good Thank point. goodness. Safe place. <laughs> so, so, and he's just, you know, like he's driven and he's got this personality that I feel like if he wanted to be a doctor, he can be a doctor. He's patient He's smart. He likes school. He's good at school. I'm like, dude, this could be you. And at first, he was like, oh, you know, I want to be a baseball player. Nice. I'm like, cool. I love it. Let's work. I mean, work on that. But at the end of the day, a doctor, I think you'd be a great, great doctor. And you like nice stuff. Guess what doctors get to buy? Nice stuff. So I'm already planting the seed in his mind, and I'm hoping he takes my advice. My mom was very disappointed I did not become a doctor. She wanted you to become a doctor. She was disappointed? Yeah, I think so. And I would have been, too, to have a kid who's like, I want to do something where nobody makes any money. There's absolutely no stability. Uh, that was what the, That's the profession that I chose. So I understood that she was disappointed I did not choose to go into something where there's a ton of stability, being a doctor. Or even a lawyer, even. Because no one where we came from was a doctor or a lawyer. We didn't even know a doctor or a lawyer. She was like, you should do this. You should be a doctor. Like, don't you see that you naturally, you have a gift of you can retain information. You can read it. You have the curiosity to go and want to know this stuff. And I was like, nah, I want to be on the radio. (laughs) And and she was just disappointed that what I was good at in her mind, I was not using it to the fullest potential. And now I kind of get that nudge. Are you sure you don't want to get into medicine? Like, you could do this. It was... For me, I've been lucky to know since I was five years old, I wanted to be in radio. And when you work in radio, you're just broke. I'm not broke now. I'm not going to act like I'm broke now because I'm not. But you're broke forever. And I was. And the, the what was cool for me was since I grew up poor, I was okay being poor once, once I was an adult. You know, there wasn't like a big change where I had to like take a step back. What stinks for some people in art is if you grow up in your nice middle class family and you have to go and take a huge, it, it hurts more because you have to actually go backward. 
where, you know, there are certain things that happened in my past that at the time I was like, well, this sucks. But I look back and I was, I was kind of lucky I grew up poor in, in, in a certain way because I was able to chase something where there was no money. Look up what the average radio person makes. It's like, Mike, look that up. Like $28,000 a year or something. And made significantly less for a long time. And my first contract was, you know, $17,000. My first morning show contract, whenever I was like supposed to, like killing it, it was 50 grand a year. And I thought that I was, and I, I thought that was rich. I was rich. I was like, I'm there. Made double what my stepdad made working at the mill. And I was like, this is the life. I remember going to my mom going, I'm making 50 grand a year. And I was able to, a little after that, you know, buy her a trailer and a couple acres to live on. Uh, she's passed away since then. So she doesn't live there now. But I was able to go, look, 50 grand. And a little bit, she was like, yeah, but doctors make 200 <laughs> grand. <laughs> um, so I know what it's like to have that feeling of someone going, it was a compliment. And it's a compliment to your kid yes. that you think he can be a doctor. Yeah. Like you, you're not just saying be it and he can go chase a dream. Maybe you really think he can. I think he's able to do it, and that's the, all I'm saying. I don't. I'm not. Wouldn't even be disappointed if he did something else. I'm just saying, hey, bud, if you want to be a doctor, you can totally do it. And I think that's great. Don't go, hey, you need to be a doctor. No, because I got a little bit of that, and I think that was coming from fear from my mom, though, that I would just be in that cycle of what our family had been in for generations, of. We didn't work to build a life. We worked to survive our life week to week. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I took a big risk. was broke a long time, but I was okay with being broke because I grew up broke. And I'm not broke anymore, and it's awesome. And I have a good life now. But, yeah, good. As long as you're framing it that way. Yeah. It, but sometimes kids, you know, parents will hit me up and be like, my kid, they just want to be a YouTube star. What do I do? I'm like, you encourage the crap out of them. That now Support. is what radio is. Radio now, in my mind, it just was whatever comes out of your phone. You can be a podcast. I listen to podcasts that never go on actual airwaves. To me, that's radio. This show goes on airwaves as a podcast. That's radio. Everything's everything's radio to me if it comes out of your phone. Um, but it's like my kid wants to be. If people would have told me, "Hey, you can't be on the radio because it's like point oh 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 one percent of people who actually make it and c can have a sustainable wage just to live," if I would have played the odds, I wouldn't be here. Um, so you encourage them, support them. Baseball players tough though, because you can <laughs> practice all day. <laughs> I know. And if you don't have the physical, it, it's tough. Yeah. But you can be good enough to get a small, a small college scholarship. That'd be cool. You can, yeah. I told them that, dude. If you get a ride to college playing baseball, mm -hmm. you've won. And that doesn't mean you have to be a, a major league baseball player, right? But every kid, all I wanted to be a ball player, <laughs> right? I think that's every kid. I always wanted <laughs> to be in radio and do TV and do comedy, but I also wanted to be a ball player for a while. And then once everybody kept growing. Like bigger and stronger, and, and I didn't. And you didn't. <laughs> I didn't grow at all until 10th grade. I mean, I was the smallest kid. And then I started to get a little taller. I was always really skinny. Um, in playing high school football, I was thin. Started to get a little taller. I, started, I was an okay high school football player. Good baseball player, but okay high school football player. But, um, yeah, let them know. Uh, the average radio person today makes $35,000. So, I, and I don't think that's even the average salary of what someone in the United States makes. Mike, look that up. Average Ooh, I salary. just saw an article on this. I don't I know. I haven't looked was. at this in a while. Um, the uh, He's going to pull up. Not radio average salary, but just average salary. In for, general, for Americans. For, for, oh. Yeah, Americans. 
Um, professions. I want to say it was like 40 or something. 31, 30. The average U.S. salary is 31, 33. Yeah. So it's about that of someone in radio. Um, but good. Hope he's a doctor. That'd be cool, man. That'd be really cool. Just just as we get older, too, I'm thinking, how awesome would it be to have a son doctor to, like, call and be like, I'm feeling this, son. What do I do? Or it'd be awesome to have a kid who is getting his pre-med while playing baseball. That, too. All of that would be great. That'd be, that'd be tough. <laughs> um, Eddie said that he had a babysitter over. You, you and your wife, had, you left... Something did something. Yeah, we we went had dinner. Okay, come back. You hire a babysitter, and Mm -hmm. I'm assuming by this story she's young. Yes, she's young, and she was a new babysitter that we hadn't had before. Okay, but how do you find a new babysitter these days? Through through our old babysitter, like, oh, you know what? I can't do it this weekend, but I have a friend that can do it. it. Cool. All right, great. We trust you. Uh, My wife is just stubborn, dude. She's been doing this forever, and she can't break out of it. She writes checks, and so we come back, and she. Ask the babysitter how much, and the babysitter tells her. So she pulls out her checkbook, writes a check, gives it to the babysitter, and the babysitter was sweet. And I was just like, thank you. And then looked at the check, and then before she walked out the door, goes, what do I do with this? <laughs> That's hilarious. And my wife's like, what do you mean? It's a check. She's like, right, well, what do I, how do I turn this into money? Or is this the money? Like, I don't really understand and we had to explain the whole thing. Like, it's a check. You go to a bank and you give it to them and they give you cash well, or so whatever. If she doesn't Hilarious. have a checking account, did you have to figure something else out? No, she had a checking account. She just don't. But you she can also cash a check right. without a checking account. But they charge you. They do? Yeah, they take a percentage of the check. Even at a, back in the day, we'd, you just sign a back of it and you get it. Yeah. I haven't cash a check. I don't, we don't use checks anymore. I know. No, I mean, no one does. That's why I tell my wife. I'm like, we got to stop doing that. We, I have a bit of that because, again, I'm 11 years and nine months older than Caitlin. And that is, at times, a funny generational difference. She, she doesn't know not having a cell phone. Where we talk about, I'm considered what they call a geriatric millennial. I was able to do both. Live in the Gen X with no internet. I remember it. But then totally be in, and I feel like I'm still as dialed in as anyone who's you know 19 or 20, for the most part. And so she was like, yeah, we, I, just, I don't remember a time without having cell phones or GPS. And I was like, no, no, Map, MapQuest, man. You used to print out. You or the get, book. You used to get on MapQuest, and it go, you print off all the papers, like, go this way, take a left. <laughs> yes. Mike D, it's interesting. Hop on uh, Morgan's mic over there. Because Mike D and Caitlin are basically the same age. Do you remember MapQuest? Yeah, I used MapQuest. You did? Yep. Did you ever have, do you have a time remembering when, not because of how you grew up, because, again, if you couldn't afford a cell phone, that's different. But when cell phones weren't a thing? I, yeah, I remember when they were a thing. I didn't have one because we were broke and I couldn't afford one. But, yeah, they were always a thing. You, you, in your life, yeah. peep cell phones were always yeah, prevalent. I just didn't have one. My friend Evan had a car phone. Oh, like money bags. One? I mean, Don, <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't believe he had a bag phone and his, his dad would open them. They'd call people from the car. That's crazy. Mine was blown. I remember my dad got one like early, early, and it was for business. And, and, he sent me to the phone store to pay the bill, and it was almost $1,000 for the bill for this phone that he had in his car. That He do- he didn't have an office. He rode around town in his big brick phone, and that's how he did work. Mike, you ever seen a big brick phone in a car? No, I've never seen that. That's that. Those were the people that were making it. Or they were just spending a lot of money on to have a phone. Yeah. yeah. But he had, a, he had a bag phone. Another thing was uh, someone had sent her these little spritzer drinks that have a little— it's like a spritzer alcohol thing, some new product line. I don't know. I don't know how she got it. Um, and so she she opened it up, and it had a disposable camera in there. And she was like, oh, this is cool. What do you do with it? 
after you take the pictures. <laughs> and she I doesn't was, develop pictures. Mm-mm. Wow. I mean, Amy, yeah, that was like high school. Well, I mean, for us. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I was like, but... I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? She goes, no, no. If I, I want to take these pictures, but what do you do? What do I do with the camera now? But also, I don't know who does that anymore. Right, Walgreens, Walgreens. still does it. They still do. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Did you ever use a disposable camera? Yeah, all the time. You did? That's how we took all our pictures. Okay. But she was like, I don't, I don't, we didn't use a camera like this. Hmm. And so <laughs> there's a lot of Fresh Prince reference, references she doesn't get. Man, no one knows the struggle of being left somewhere and needing to call someone oh, and not having a phone. The Woodstock 99 documentary, she was like, well, she knew there weren't cell She was like, but there were no cell phones in 99. I said, out there. Because they show people on pay phones, waiting in line on pay phones. Yeah. To try to, they couldn't find their friends. There were 100,000 people there, and, and if you lost your friend, you just lost them because you couldn't text them. You couldn't call they, them. they literally go all weekend without seeing their friend because they're like, how can we get a hold of them? They have these little stations where you write your name, looking for Bobby. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's me, Eddie. <laughs> me, try to meet you here. And But that was the time where you have to pull over, Crazy. grab a pay phone. Did you ever have a pay phone, Mike? Yeah, 1-800-COLLECT. I remember using that. 1-800-COLLECT. Yeah, that was uh, Carrot Top. I would just do zero. The operator, and then you want to make collect call. If you do zero, and then you would dial the number, the operator will pick up first and go, or you have to, or record your name. Hey, say who it is. And hey, it's Bobby. Pick up the phone. Or we would cheat, and I'd be at a payphone and I have no money, and I would be like, Hey, don't accept this, but I'm here. I need to be picked up. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. That's scrappy. We do that crap too, because <laughs> we have 35 cents to put in there. So you know, you'd, you'd have like six seconds to tell the person who you were so they'd pick right. up and this accept the charges. Yeah, do you accept the charges? And they'd be like, calling you now is, hey, it's Bobby, I'm in church, come pick me up, bye. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. And so, but there are the occasional little um, generational quirks. That, and I make fun of her sometimes. I'm like, you don't, like she did Metallica. She never had Metallica. Mm-hmm. I never liked Metallica. And honestly, Metallica was a little bit old for me too because they were big 80s and I really didn't come into my own in the 90s. But she was like, oh, Metallica, the face paint guys. Kiss. I was like, no, that's Kiss. <laughs> Counting Crows when we were going. She had no idea yeah, what concert no idea you were going songs. to. And then I, but I play them to her now. And she's like, yeah, I still don't like them. <laughs> oh, man, they're so good. <laughs> um, okay, Mike, thank you for your time. Yep. There you go. Mike has some questions. That he, he wrote me a note he wanted to ask me one month into marriage. Do you have those with you? Yeah. Let's do those. These are questions that now that I've been married for a month, you are uh, yeah, you're, you're wondering. Because after me being married married a month, this is kind of stuff I experience as well. Okay, go ahead. So, does it feel weird calling Caitlin your wife? It did for about a day. It did the first time. Where you're like, "This is my wife." Wow, that's weird. Uh, now, no, now it's just normal. It's yeah. The only thing I am not the best at sometimes is forget is remembering to put my ring on, and so sometimes uh, I won't have it on, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I went and worked out. I was single when I worked out." <laughs> uh, you know, or I'm gonna I'm gonna eat dinner single tonight. So why uh, do you take it off? I know I don't like jewelry really. You just take the it rubber off the ring the I'm wearing now is actually pretty cool. Yeah, I don't really feel it. Um, Stanley loves to try to chew it off of me though. Like he just sees it and is he, so if my hands hanging, you know he wants. To, but if we we went to dinner last night, we had a nice dinner. Um, I put on the oh the 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 ring the oh, ring right. it's got little diamonds in it yeah I just flex a little bit yeah. <laughs> all right what else oh yeah that's what I was gonna say are you used to wearing it like the main one the rubber one's pretty cool I can actually fall asleep in it the main one no chance the main one I'm just play the main one I'm just playing with it all the time because it's it's heavy I, if I wash my hands it like cuts my underhand oh because it's because you never and you've never worn worn a ring yeah was it a rough reality coming back from the honeymoon and like all right this is just life now 
No more wedding to plan. It's all done. I'd say it was the opposite. It was way better. No more wedding to plan. And now it was, we get to get started with the real stuff. Like trying to get her on my insurance. You know, that's been a bit difficult. Oh, yeah. Trying to get her off her work insurance onto my insurance. That's all weird that we are having trouble with. But other than that, it's always been pretty good. And how do I like save money on taxes now? Let's go. How do I do that? Somebody yeah. tell me. Somebody give me some tips. Start having kids to save more money. Oh, let's go. Nope. <laughs> All right, what else? And do you just feel different? Like I felt like after I got married, I just felt more adult. It felt different when she moved in officially. Yeah, it, it definitely feels like I had a letter in an envelope and it was unsealed. Now I've just sealed the envelope. I feel like when I do stupid stuff now, she she can't leave. That's what it most. It's a little security in me. Like sometimes I do stupid stuff and say stupid stuff, and I know she's just not gonna run away and never come back. She's just not gonna pack the car up because a lot of paperwork she'd have to do. Oh yeah, and no one wants to <laughs> do process. That. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Yes, I would say yes. But I'm just ready to save money on taxes. I'm not even sure how that works. <laughs> Keep going back to that. But everybody keeps saying I'm gonna save money on taxes. Um. It. Yes. I mean, it feels like I'm a big heavy boulder that's almost impossible to move. That's what. That's what we are now. Like it's, it's somebody's house. Like it's it's a lot of work to have to move one of those huge rocks, and they usually never move. And that and it, you're not this rock is just a big rock that's not going to be moved. Um, so it kind of feels like that, like just more secure. It's a, I don't know if that, if that analogy works. But some people put some big old rocks in their yards. <laughs> I'm like, how'd that get there? It must have taken a lot of time. Um, but no, it's it's good. But I I feel like it a year. Ask me these again. Okay. Because after I get to pay taxes and save money, Here we I go. think that... <laughs> Ask him April next year. Okay. Well, that's what everybody's saying. Like, oh, man, you're going to love it. You're going to love saving money on taxes. Um, are you flying this weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to New York. And I bought a very last-minute ticket, mm-hmm. like very. And um, the only, like the best price option and time available was on Spirit Airlines and I couldn't bring myself to do it. I don't know why. Like, I, I've never flown Spirit. I have not I don't either. Know Maybe if it's that bad was why. Me neither. I'm sure they're amazing. But then but you know, I don't know. I feel like are they the duct tape place? <laughs> or uh, yes, like, one one instance. That's why I would want yeah. to fly Spirit then. Right. Oh well they take care of you. Do you think you're gonna get duct taped? No. Then why would you care? I guess I mean I guess not. I don't know. I just hadn't for whatever reason I just felt like I needed to stick with my OG like Southwest or even though it's not the most ideal time, I just didn't know if anybody had ever thrown it and, or flown it and why wasn't I able to just select it? Well, the saying is if you fly spirit, you'll end up a spirit. Is that true? Oh, like you die. That's their slogan? <laughs> no, I think that would be terrible. No, Mike told me that was their saying earlier today. Is that I, like the. I've never heard it. The, I'm yeah, sure it's great. Sure, it's not their saying, but like the. You know, like when you're rushing a sorority of sayings about the other sororities. That the TikTok videos I've seen. Yes. That's what it is. Really? There's yeah. one where like it's dirt cheap to get, but then when you get on there, they charge you for like a seatbelt. They charge Frontier. you for like. Frontier. What? Yes. They charge you <laughs> like, what? No, they charge you for, like, <laughs> they charge you for a seatbelt. <laughs> they charge you for. I don't think seatbelt. I made that up. Okay, pay for your chair. <laughs> you need that oxygen thing that comes down. It's extra five bucks. It's, you're going through really, really bad turbulence and it's like push this button for oxygen. I mean. To have your card on file. What? You have to use the bathroom. They charge you. Uh-uh. 15 bucks. You got to put a quarter in to turn the knob. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, for me, if it, if I'm flying a long ways to California, I will try to fly United or Delta. 
because you more I, comfort. Yes. Yeah. But I will fly Southwest closer if I get a choice. That's what I'm flying. Because it's cheaper and they fly more places. And I'm A-list preferred. So at least I get, always get A group. Yeah. the uh, Kaylin's not um, TSA pre-check. Oh. oh, she needs to get on that. That's the worst. Ours you're married all, to her? Ours is almost expired probably, Bones. I did. We, we got to the airport really early, I don't know, a few weeks ago. And I said, hey, you're going to pay for clear. We're going to pay for clear. You're going to do it because we're here an hour and a half early. And so she did clear, but clear's not at every airport. Right. That's what is that? Clear, you go up to a little white box and you just put your fingerprint down and then you kind of go, you know, same thing. You've already oh. been cleared by the TSA because oh, you've done it. all that stuff. Got it. But it's not everywhere. Denver has it. LA has it. We have it here in Nashville now. Austin may have it. Austin has it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, she doesn't have TSA pre check. I get it because it is a pain in the butt to have to drive to the place and do it. But I'll leave her. You I'm, sh- made I'm, sh- us I'm shocked it. that you like agreed to marry her before she got that. Well, yeah. I told her, and she's okay with me going through. Just she's like, go through TSA Bridget. Y'all meet you on the other side, and she'll wait in line. And I'm like, but if you're late and the plane is about to leave, and you're still in line, what would you like me to do? And she says, do not get on the plane. You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say, man, I gotta leave. I I'd, I I hoped, but no, that's not the case. But that means she needs to get TSA pre-checked. Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad. I kept thinking it was really bad. And then you pretty much gave us a deadline here. You were like, by, this was years ago, by July 15th, you have to have your Because TSA we were pre. flying together all the time. I know. And I want to wait for you guys. But it was the best thing in the world. Like I know, but I'm surprised you didn't say to her. Like I don't, I don't want to put rules on her. <laughs> by the way. She, she puts rules on him. We kind of put rules together, and then I agree to them. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, she has to do a lot of dumb crap because of my job. So we try to balance it out, and I try to do a lot of personal stuff because she, I put her through the ringer. She has to travel to a lot of dumb stuff. She has that she's like, I'm I'm doing it to support you. So I try to do the same thing back and could probably do a better job at times. I do spend way too much time working on my phone. She uh, told me the other day. She was like, Hey, and she she's like, Hey, look at your whatever. I, and I had worked for, for 16 hours that day. Because I'd looked all day. She was like, you're going to go crazy if you don't give yourself an hour to just hang out. It wasn't about her because she was gone most of the day too. She like, if you don't, you're going to go crazy if you don't give yourself an hour to like stop for a second and just watch a show or something. And so what would you do? Nothing yet, but I've been considering it. I think it's <laughs> probably pretty good. But I put my phone away for dinners now. Phone goes away for dinners. Good. Not even face down, just away. I give it to her. If we're oh. at a dinner like last night, I hand her my wallet on my phone, and I say, sit this by you. Wow. Because if I hear it go, I'm like, oh, I need to get it. Something's going wrong. I don't. I'm trying to be a, a more balanced person. I don't post as much on like my Instagram stories anymore because I'm not always like trying to find stuff to shoot. If something comes up, I post it. If not, I'm just trying to be a balanced person so I don't die at the ripe old age of 50. That's mm. what it is. Thank you. I know I'm 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 uh, turning into a pretty good person. Growth. Thank you. Uh, that's it. You guys have a good day. Eddie and I have to go to band practice. Yep. Right now, huh? Right now. You don't have to stay. Are you done? I'm trying to get everything prepared right now so we can leave. All right. Goodbye, friends. See you tomorrow.